okay children so we'll start now the lesson is deep water by deep water children you can understand that it has to be something about dangers related to water maybe something about almost drowning and deep water also means a lot of trouble okay i have come to deep waters that means i am in deep trouble so it's related to that and it's written by william douglas william douglas was a friend of the president roosevelt in us and he was also a leading advocate of individual rights and he had a term of 36 years and remains the longest serving justice in the history of the court the supreme court of united states so this is actually an excerpt which is taken from his book of men and mountains where he he discussed his fear of water and how he overcame it so uh, he then tells us exactly what happened his fear of water began when he was a very small kid and even before that there was this problem which he had uh, he was around 10 10 or 11 years old when he decided to go to ymca swimming pool to learn swimming he decided to go to the ymca swimming pool because he was afraid of water moreover he could have also gone to the yakima river there was this river near his house yakima river he could have gone there but his mother was very reluctant to send him there in fact his mother like a typical indian mother you know she always used to tell him about the different cases of drowning in the river and she used to continuously keep on warning him against going near the yakima river so she did not want him to go so she used to describe in detail the different drownings which had happened there so she was very very keen that he didn't go there and douglas also himself did not want to go there he was afraid so he decided to go to the ymca swimming pool now he went to the ymca swimming pool because ymca swimming pool was safe first of all it was 3 uh, feet deep in the shallow end and 9 feet at the deep end and the slope was gradual these two things were there 3 feet deep at the shallow end so obviously he won't drown in 3 feet deep water and 9 feet of course at the deep end but then he didn't have to go there the slope was gradual so by the time a person uh, has water up to reaching up to his nose he knows that okay i shouldn't be walking further than this in the pool so he went to learn swimming there then he tells us an incident in his childhood when he was about 3 years old his father had taken him to the sea and a huge wave came rolling over and it almost buried him okay so he it rolled over him and he almost felt as if he's buried in water and he got very very scared so uh, his father laughed because it's actually quite fun when you are standing near the sea and the waves came come rolling by and they reach up to your feet and they go back sometimes suddenly a huge wave comes and crashes over you so it's quite fun actually you're not expecting that so but then this child got very scared douglas as a child he got very scared when the wave came crashing over him his father laughed because it was fun but somehow the child got very scared so after that that fear of water remained in him to a certain extent it remained in him and 
but by the time he was 10 or 11 years old, he decided to go and learn swimming. He decided that, okay, enough of the fear, I have to learn swimming. So he went to learn swimming and he decided to go to the YMCA swimming pool to learn swimming, not the Yakima River. So he went there and initially he was a little scared to go there. So, but uh, then slowly he started overcoming that fear. There were other children also learning how to swim and he became friendly with those children. So one day he reached a little early and he was, he had used to have this uh, pair of water wings also, a tube sort of thing shaped in the form of wings. So he used to have these water wings also and he used to go swimming like the other children and they were all learning how to swim. So that day he reached a little early and he was sitting at the edge of the pool waiting for the other boys to come. So he didn't get into the pool before the other boys came. So he was careful about that. So he was waiting for his friends to come. In the meantime, a boy of around 18, a big well-built boy with a lot of muscles, he just came and all bronze and no brains. So because he just said that, okay, skinny, so you want to be dunked? That is, you want to be thrown into the water? And he just picked him up without thinking and threw him into the water, the nine feet side the deep side so it was actually a very brainless act on the part of this boy he shouldn't have done that so he was 18 years old with a lot of muscles a lot of bronze and in fact he just threw him into the water and went away thinking that he, the boy knew how to swim so douglas in fact he hadn't learned swimming he just knew a bit of floating just uh, got into water and learning the basics he hadn't learned how to swim and he was thrown into the deep side. So he got very scared and he landed at the bottom of the pool in sitting position. So he was actually scared out of his wits, but he thought that as he was going down in the water, he thought that what I'll do is when my feet touch the bottom, I'll just push myself up with all my might, all my strength and reach the top, reach the surface of the water. Once I reach the surface of the water, I'll start floating and reach the edge. So this is the plan that he made. Now when he went down into the water till the bottom at that time, and he thought that now I'm going to jump with all my might, with all my strength, I'm going to jump and reach the surface of water. So he jumped with all his strength. And when he went up at that time, he was thinking that I'll just pop out of water like a cork and I'll start floating. It did not happen that way. Very slowly he started rising. When he started rising, very slowly he thought this water, this side of the pool, it's 9 feet or 90 feet. He was going up so slowly. So his eyes and nose came out of water, but he couldn't come out of the water. In fact, his legs couldn't come out of the water. So again, he sank down. So now real terror gripped him. So he just sank into water and he started thinking that, okay, let me just grab at anything I find. He started flailing his arms about, moving his arms desperately that he should find something, grab that, any rope, ladder, anything. And we know that there was no rope or ladder in the water. But sometimes out of fear, such a thing happens. We feel that, okay, something is there and let's just grab that. So he tried that. Obviously, he got only water and he started sinking down. So again, that fear gripped him. 
and he wanted to scream but no sound came he was so afraid at that time so he was really in terror at that time so but still you know he saw reason and he thought that i'll apply the same strategy the moment my feet touch the bottom i'll spring up with all my might with all my strength and reach the surface of the water and then i'll reach the edge of the pool and save myself so again he started going down again he did the same thing he jumped out uh, tried to jump and he did his best with all his strength he did that he gathered as much strength mustered as much strength as he could and he jumped it's the same thing happened couldn't come out of water and again he started going down now he knew real fear fear he says that fear that knows no reason nothing absolute terror and he knew that he's going to die so the that terror says that later on he'll say that in fact you can't understand what kind of a terror it it is in fact you know a person coming face to face with death knowing that okay there's absolutely no chance of survival started going down but again he saw reason and he thought that i'll apply the same strategy tried that failed by the time he says that in fact uh, he felt very peaceful suddenly started feeling very peaceful and he felt as if he's floating on the clouds and he had a, had this very nice feeling that he is in his mother's arms very nice very peaceful and no strength in fact he didn't want to fight anything now there was no need to fight no will to fight and he felt very peaceful and then he says that he sank into oblivion oblivion means that you can't understand anything he must have fainted then where you can't see anything you can't sense anything unconscious became unconscious he faded into oblivion then so and he says that the curtain of life fell so maybe now he'll die that's what he thought that he just can't survive impossible and throughout you know that he was feeling very afraid he was scared to death but at the end he started feeling very peaceful didn't feel like fighting no strength to fight no will to fight and he suddenly felt very peaceful as if he is in his mother's arms then he fainted now when he opened his eyes he saw that he was lying at the edge of the pool he was brought out obviously he's been rescued that's why he's telling us the story so he was rescued and um, then somebody was scolding you hear somebody scolding that 18 year old boy that the kid would have died and that 18 year old boy said i was just fooling around you know and um, this boy douglas the narrator he got really scared after that so he went home he couldn't even walk properly as he went home he couldn't eat anything he just cried and he was really afraid of water after that so we can understand that fear you know having a fear of water when a person almost dies okay just saved at the nick of time while drowning the person is bound to be afraid of water so this hydrophobia fear of water gripped his heart after that after that douglas never went near the water he never even tried to learn how to swim did not even bother about that so we can understand that fear very well had we been in his place we would have experienced that kind of fear we would have also thought that okay no point learning swimming and we will not go near the pool at all so he never even bothered to do that he was afraid of swimming 
afraid of water also and that fear remained with him as he grew up but then as he grew up at that time he thought he in fact felt that he's always afraid of water he's so afraid of water that he can't even enjoy any holiday so he was living in minnesota where there are many lakes and he must be going out with his friends so he said that in fact when i was fishing i was afraid of water when i was just wading in the water wading means you are just ankle deep in water the water reaches only till your ankles so obviously nobody will drown in that but douglas was afraid ankle deep in water also he was afraid fishing and americans are very fond of fishing while he went fishing with his friends he was afraid he went boating he went canoeing and he was afraid canoe is those long boats children which the native americans used to use earlier so he used to go uh, boating and canoeing and that time also he was afraid so he realized that in fact i just can't enjoy myself at all because of this fear of water i go somewhere and i don't enjoy myself because of this fear of water and i have to do something about it so then he decided that he has to overcome this fear of water he couldn't live with this fear of water anymore and he decided that the first thing he has to do was to learn swimming to root out this fear of water he had to do that okay so he uh, got an got an instructor he appointed an instructor to teach him how to swim now the instructor could have taught him swimming very easily but then douglas case was a different case altogether he was absolutely in terror of water so what the instructor did was he tied a belt around douglas waist and he tied a rope and the rope went over the swimming pool over an overhead pulley and the instructor used to stand at the other edge of the pool holding the other end of the rope and douglas had to just walk up and down in the water that's all he had to do but when he came to the middle of the pool he was afraid so children did you understand that the instructor tied a belt around douglas's waist and he tied a rope one end of the rope was tied to the belt and the other end the instructor used to hold it standing at the other edge of the pool and the rope used to go over an overhead pulley so the uh, instructor used to have the other edge of the rope so in fact in case by any chance though there was absolutely no chance of his drowning he was just walking up and down the pool by any chance that was actually the solace which douglas had psychological that even if he drowns the instructor is was going to pull him up so he won't drown at all so the instructor used to hold the rope and douglas used to walk up and down sometimes the instructor used to loosen the hold a little bit and douglas used to be afraid so he was so afraid of water so for a few weeks every day thrice uh, every, sorry every week thrice he used to the instructor used to come and teach him how to swim so for a few weeks in fact he just did that walking up and down the water of the pool then the instructor taught him for a few weeks the breathing technique he had to put his face under the water hold his breath and then bring his face up and breathe 
Now, when he put his face under water, that was what he was afraid of. He used to be absolutely terrorized of the entire thing. But then he did that. And for a few weeks, the instructor only made him do that one thing. That is, put his face under the water, hold his breath, then bring his face out and then breathe. So the breathing technique he taught him. Children, most of you must be knowing how to swim. And maybe you don't remember how much time you took how to, uh, to learn swimming. So you must have taken, say, around two weeks to really learn swimming. And in one month, you must have learned most of the strokes also. But then he took a long time because this case was totally different altogether. He was afraid of water. Many people are afraid of water, but then his uh, Douglas's fear was a different thing altogether. Then after this was over, first he made him walk up and down in the water. Then he taught him how to breathe. Then he made him hold on to the edge of the pool and beat his legs about, which you people are taught when you go to learn swimming. So he was then taught that. So for a few weeks, so initially his legs did not move because of the fear. But slowly he managed to get control and then he just did that for a few weeks. So Douglas says that piece by piece he built a swimmer. He first taught one thing, then he taught another thing, then he taught one more thing. And then he integrated everything and built a swimmer, taught him how to swim. You are taught everything at the same time. Douglas was taught one thing at a time because his case was totally different. And the swimmer, with a lot of patience, he helped Douglas to learn swimming. And he taught him one thing at a time. And then he integrated everything that he had learned and built a swimmer. So Douglas says that piece by piece, he built a swimmer. So uh, after that, you know, Douglas learned everything. And then he made Douglas swim across the swimming pool from one edge to the other. And Douglas could manage that, though, of course, the fear used to return whenever he used to come to the middle of the pool. So finally, he managed, Douglas managed to swim on his own. And he thought that the instructor is there with me and I'm swimming. So that means I have not really overcome my fear. So now I have to try swimming without the instructor. So the instructor, in fact, told him that you have learned everything. You have learned everything, all the strokes, everything, what is there to be learned. So Douglas then said that the work of the instructor was over. Now Douglas's work is not over. Instructor's work is over. Instructor has taught him how to swim. And instructor has told him that you cannot drown. You know swimming that well. And Douglas also knows that he cannot drown. But the fear, in fact, rooting out the fear completely, it's up to him. That's why Douglas said that the... Instructor's work was over, but Douglas's work was not over. He had to root out that fear completely. So without the instructor, not in the presence of the instructor, he started swimming in the pool. And then finally he saw that now he wasn't scared. Then he thought that, okay, I am not afraid, but then the I'm just not afraid in the swimming pool. What about in any lake? In, if I go to any lake, then I might be afraid. So he went to Lake Wentworth. And there he jumped off a rock and swam up to the Triggs Island in Lake Wentworth. And from there he came back again from where he had started. He went all alone and he did that. 
Now, when he came, reached the middle of the lake, he put his head under water and again the fear returned. But according to Douglas, the fear returned in miniature. It wasn't that great a fear which he used to feel earlier. But the fear came a little bit. And Douglas talked to himself and said that, okay, so you are trying to make me afraid. I won't be afraid. And he just spoke to himself and he managed to push that fear out of his mind and he managed to come back to the spot where he had begun. So Douglas again thought that my work is not over. The fear is still not over. It's still there because in the middle of the lake, he got a little afraid. Though the fear was not as great as it used to be, but the fear was there. So he realized that, okay, my work is still not over. I have to root out that fear. So again, what Douglas did was he went to the warm lake because he had to try swimming again to see whether he was afraid or not. Went to warm lake and he swam and he came back and he wasn't afraid at all. And he was so happy that finally he had managed to conquer that fear, to defeat that fear. He was so happy that he shouted with joy. And the Gilbert Peak, which was there, the mountain there, it echoed his shout of joy. He was so happy. And he said that, in fact, finally, I felt free. I felt free of the fear. That fear was not there. Now I could be happy. I could go anywhere I felt like and I wouldn't be afraid. And he said that this happiness of overcoming one's fear, this nobody can understand. Only a person who has experienced fear, fear of this sort, only the person who has experienced it can understand what it takes to overcome this fear and how happy one feels when one has overcome this fear. So the fear which he is talking about is actually, then he says that what we have to fear is death. In death, there is no fear. But it is, the fear lies in the fear of death. Death is all about peace. A person is dead. There is nothing to be afraid of. He's already dead. There is just peace in death. Fear lies in being afraid of this fear of death, which is actually true. Children, uh, why he says that nobody will understand what this fear is like and how happy one feels when one's, one overcomes this fear. Because we have not really come face to face with death. We might say that, okay, we are not afraid and it's okay. We might sound very casual also at times. But if a person comes really face to face with death, that fear is a different fear altogether. So Douglas says that what one has to fear. So he says that President Roosevelt had once said that what one has to fear is fear itself. That is true. You have to be afraid of fear because fear actually brings about more fear and a lot of other problems. One should only be afraid of fear, nothing else. So he says that in death, there is no fear. In death, there is peace. But fear of death brings about real fear. And finally, he says that then now finally he felt free, free of the fear. And he felt that now I could do anything I felt like. And at the end, he says that... The experience had a deep meaning for me as only those who have known stark terror, real fear, 
and conquered it can appreciate. In death, there is peace. There is terror only in the fear of death. As Roosevelt knew when he said, all we have to fear is fear itself. I had experienced both the sensation of dying and the terror that fear of it can produce. The will to live somehow grew in intensity. So when you are afraid and when you are almost face to face with death, the will to live, according to Douglas, it grows in intensity. You realize the importance of life and the will to live, it grows. At last I felt released, free to walk the trails and climb the peaks and brush aside fear. He felt totally free, free of fear and he felt happy about that, that finally he had managed to get rid of the fear. So this is what the lesson is all about. So it's a, there's an autobiographical element in that. Douglas is himself telling us about his fear and how he overcame his fear. So have you understood children? Write in the chat children. Have you understood? Okay. Okay. Now, children, uh, this lesson, when you read that, many children sometimes say that, what was the point? Going to learn swimming. I mean, if most of us are afraid of something or the other. So if he's afraid of water, that's fine. If he was afraid of water, that was fine. So why did he go and learn how to swim? Okay. So some of us might actually feel that way. When I read the lesson for the first time, you know, I felt the same thing. Okay, no point going to learn swimming. Fine, you're afraid of water, just accept it. So, what do you think, children? He did the right thing. Longest serving judge in the Supreme Court, in the highest court of America. The person was definitely made out of sterner stuff, isn't it? He was a great man. And he just couldn't accept this fear. And he did that. Okay. The mental makeup of such people has to be different. So he felt that in fact, not a trace of fear has to be there in me. And he managed to overcome that fear. And he did his best to overcome that fear. The kind of patience that he showed at that time. I mean, we normally get disappointed when we are not able to do something, you know. And again and again we fail. So uh, he, when he learned how to swim, the instructor, of course, showed a lot of patience. Douglas himself showed a lot of patience. He was afraid all the time. For a few weeks, he was doing the same thing repeatedly. And the children also learned swimming much faster. But still, he showed patience and he learned how to swim. Then he tried swimming alone in the swimming pool. Even then, he was not satisfied. He went to Lake Wentworth and he tried swimming the fear returned, but he says in miniature, but it was still there. So again, he went to Warm Lake and he swam. So to ensure that, to really ascertain to himself that he's not afraid of water. And he actually did that. And finally, he freed himself from the fear of water. So you can imagine the kind of determination this man had. Repeated failure and we normally give up. He did not. 
so this was the kind this is the kind of determination we all should have like douglas though one should be careful not foolhardy one should be courageous not foolhardy courage means that okay you have the courage or bravery to face everything foolhardy is that without thinking you do something yes i can jump from here one should do that of course isn't it so courage in fact he showed a lot of courage but he wasn't foolhardy okay i'm afraid i'll jump into water i didn't do anything of that sort got an instructor with a lot of patience learned how to swim once he had learned swimming then he tried swimming alone in the swimming pool then he went to lake wentworth then he went to warm lake now of course later on he was free of that fear so it really takes a lot of courage to overcome this fear okay so children any questions any questions children so we can discuss the question and answers so one very important question is that why did douglas go to the ymca pool to learn swimming so here you have to mention both the things the yakima river the yakima river was known to have treacherous undercurrents and douglas mother always used to warn him against going near the yakima river and she used to tell him all about the different drownings in the yakima river he went to the ymca swimming pool because it was safe it was 3 feet deep at the shallow end and 9 feet deep at the deep end and the slope was gradual that's the reason why he went to the ymca swimming pool to learn swimming okay if the question is that why didn't he go to the yakima river it's the same answer that yakima river was dangerous it was supposed to have treacherous okay totally unreliable so treacherous undercurrents that's why his mother used to keep on warning him against going near the yakima river that's the reason why he did not go to learn swimming in the yakima river then uh, what was the misadventure this is also a very important question what was the misadventure that happened with douglas so many children in fact write about the incident in the beach also that a wave came crashing over him and he was afraid of water the main um, misadventure was that when he he was learning how to swim one day he reached early and he was sitting at the edge of the pool waiting for his friends to come and a well built a huge well built 18 year old boy picked him up and threw him into the deep side of the pool saying that would you like to be dunked without thinking he just threw him there and douglas almost drowned he was saved at the nick of time though he tried to save himself he went on failing to do so because he did not know how to swim and finally in the nick of time he was saved though he had fainted at the end and he was very sure that he would die so that's why so that was that's what was the misadventure there then children how did okay uh, what were the series of emotions and fears that douglas experienced when he was thrown into the pool 
what plans did he make to come out to the surface first of all okay he was frightened and he planned that he would make a big jump when his feet touched the bottom yes aryan singh negi good so that's what he thought the first emotion was absolute terror fear but then in that also he saw reason and he thought that the moment my feet touch the ground touch the bottom of the pool i'll push myself up i'll jump up with all my might and reach the surface and once i reach i'll just reach the edge of the pool i float and reach the edge of the pool then he went down again he saw that his eyes and nose came out of water but his legs could not actually come out of water and he started going down again then he knew real fear and he started grabbing at imaginary ropes and ladders he was so afraid he started flailing his arms about tried to call for help but no sound came so there the fear actually increased then he again almost came out but did not and again he went down then he saw experienced real fear and he felt that he would die and suddenly what happened the fear actually vanished he felt peaceful maybe he was just about to faint or he was just about to die and he says that finally i felt very peaceful i felt i was in my mother's arms and then suddenly everything again turned dark and peaceful and the curtain of life fell that's what he felt so these were the series of emotions that he went through as he was drowning and finally he saw that he is there very much there he's not dead so must have been rescued okay and just before just in time right in time must have been rescued and that's what he explains about the fear then how did the experience affect him initially what happened he was very afraid he cried a lot he went home he couldn't walk also he couldn't eat anything and he was really very afraid and he decided never to go near the water and later on that fear when he grew up also that fear remained in him which we can understand which was a very natural thing that the fear would be there in him but when he went fishing when he went boating at that time or just waded in ankle deep water also he was afraid and he thought that he couldn't live like that being so afraid of water arun he was frightened and he planned that he would make a big jump when his feet touched the bottom whenever he tried to enter water the terror seized him in the pool and it would come back whenever he tried to enter water later on he just couldn't enter the water the terror seized him in the pool okay so this is what aryan singh negi has written okay so absolutely right he was really afraid every time in fact fishing while fishing one did not have to go to, into the water but still he was afraid just seeing so much of water he was afraid so he had that kind of fear of water which was only natural because a person who just escapes almost drowning would be definitely afraid of water then so uh, how did the experience affect him you have to write both the things that day when he went home he just couldn't walk his legs were shaking he couldn't walk properly he cried and he couldn't eat anything there was so much of fear and later on when he grew up the fear remained in him 
when he went fishing boating or just out with his friends and there was water he was afraid of the water again so the fear did not leave him when he grew up also how did the instructor build a swimmer very important okay how did the instructor build a swimmer yes children what did the instructor do the instructor tied a belt around the waist okay around douglas's waist and one he took a rope one end of the rope he tied to the belt and the other end of the rope he held it himself and the rope went across the pool from an overhead pulley okay you know children what's a pulley the old fashioned well children kuwa yes there was this pulley where you put the rope across and draw the water from the well okay some children must be remembering we had gone to that place children what was that place pratapgarh farms and you had tried that out though it was not a real well okay so that in fact he just threw a rope around that pulley and he used to stand at the edge other edge and hold him and he just made douglas walk up and down the pool douglas had to just walk up and down the pool and sometimes the 